Hey y'all, what's up and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos in our favorite shows. My name is Cece and today I am drinking rosé, that California roots. Fancy. You know, to keep the mood going. Okay, okay. Girls are a little fucked up. I don't went to brunch and you know. We we have an earlier afternoon recording again, but it's fine because I'm pacing myself. So yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. I am actually drinking red today. Y'all know I'm normally a white wine hoe, but today I'm drinking Pinot Noir by No Curfew, and it's 13.9% alcohol, bitch, in a 750 milliliter bottle. That's what I'm I need to try mind. her. So this, I just pulled this out the fridge. Jordan hadn't opened it yet, so I opened it. The smell is amazing. The taste is, the taste is not great in the beginning, but the aftertaste as it's going down is really good. Sound like something else. Hey, no. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, bye. It's too early to start. It's too early. It's too early. It's too early. Anyways, so. So before we jump into tonight's show, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Rewind and Recap. That's R-E-W-I-N-E-A-N-D-R-E-C-A-P. Again, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you enjoy our show or live tweeting with us, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Not sure if Spotify has that feature, but you know, if it does, leave us a little review there too. Let us know what you like about the show different things you guys like to incorporate also we've asked you guys as well if there's any other shows outside of real housewives or potomac or maps that y'all watch and y'all would like us to recap definitely let us know um so we can see if we like the show and want to recap it for y'all so that's it for the opening notes we're going to go ahead and jump into the hot topics because i don't know i try to condense this down as much as i could but it was just a lot that was kind of going on the outline mm-hmm. i don't know it was small but i feel like you know as we can get very long-winded anyway yeah so we start back off with the dance class aftermath and baby candace got eric ass in that bathroom leaning on the everlasting arm of jesus <laughs> on that bathroom door let his ass have it because you can say anything to her not really but baby when you talk yeah. about that white milk dud ratatouille looking candace is gonna get on that ass because she said bitch not my husband not my rumors will not start because michael darby is available for that but not my husband and don't you knock out my fourth wall either you better put it all in it i said you know i must take time to acknowledge and i hope that i don't put my foot in my mouth by the end of the season Girl, but i just never thought that i would see the day that i will become team candace i'm on her side on it like like all state <laughs> or is that state farm i think oh no no nationwide is on your side there you go baby when i t- when I tell you what they are trying to do to God damn. <laughs> so let me mention the other drink I had earlier, bitch. I went the flying biscuit. 
when I tell you I was fucking my words up so bad at that table it was literally that was literally just and a drink we had it's like lavender lemonade or some shit like that and baby when I tell you she do what she needed to do me and Jay both was at that table like lavender lemonade what did it have in it vodka or gin I think it was vodka it was delightful have y'all ever gone to flying biscuit bitch try the lavender lemonade because it is on my ass anyways yeah she was just not playing and sis was very much she was she said not today neck not today ankles Ankles. and i gotta look at giselle ankles i rewinded to see because i was looking it it got her neck when they said that I was looking down when she said it. I thought, I I, I don't, I was waiting for them to snap to Giselle when she was saying it and she didn't. Cause I was like, is something wrong with Giselle neck and ankles? She looked like she got some thick ankles, but (sighs) Candace wasn't having it. Over it. She was over it. So after Candace storms out, she gets her Dior bag and she leaves. Cause she's not here for the bullshit. Honey. She got in vitro sessions that she needs to have her peace and just calmness for. And she ain't got time for these bitches. She grabs her shit. She leaves. Then it cuts to Wendy talking about this restaurant. And like, honestly, I feel like Ashley was just kind of like projecting. And to be asking her about like money and business and how Eddie is going to feel. It's like, girl, you got your own bells to be fighting about financial and business shit that you don't understand. So I just don't even think that you even need to be speaking right now. Right. Right. Why are you questioning Wendy when you can't even get you a piece of house? Girl, Wendy, your and also Wendy has been rather successful at her ventures sans a penis. And so, girl, Oz lasted 39 days. You have no place to be giving any type of critique, wisdom, because bitch, you didn't know what you was doing with Oz in the first fucking place. So it's like, focus on your real issues, which is baby putting money in your house and food in your children's bellies because Michael finna take your ass on a ride. Girl, okay. Like, please. Because the storm that you are about, you are in danger, danger, girl. You have more important things to be thinking about. You are in danger. And the thing is, at least Wendy can like even seriously consider putting $300,000 into a business. Like the fact that she can like, it can be like woof, but not like impossible. Girl, mm-hmm. this is not your lane, Ashley. Wendy's in a different territory. Okay? By far. By far, Courtney. <laughs> By far. Yeah. So while they live and talk about this, Giselle doing what she does, which is never knowing how to properly bring up or address the issue. It always has to be a moment for camera time where she has to bring some shit up in front of everyone. And I really did appreciate Robin in that moment. It's like, why don't y'all go somewhere and go talk? Because at the yeah. end of the day, that shit is between y'all. <laughs> go girl robin ain't playing. what ensues robin said i'm earning my check this season you bitches will not call me boring and y'all hey! did not say i don't have no storyline this season you've been reading the tweets I, I read the comments and i'm on y'all ass listen i'll give y'all ra-ta-ta-ta. girl so as giselle and mia kind of step away to have their own sidebar conversation um it's ashley acknowledging that like everybody needs to be held accountable because it's like we all felt the same way about Mia and I don't think that it's fair that Giselle's the one that's taking a rap and that's when I wanted to be like Arr! 
you acting like Robin Jr. Yeah. Yes, all of y'all thought the same thing, but Giselle disrespected her in mixed company at a public event. Rather, you felt like I was lying or not for you to come to me and say, so is this what cancer, no cancer looks like? Like, it was just very tacky and tasteless, which is not far off from who Giselle is as a person. So no one should have been shocked, but it's still just the fact that she said it and she disrespected her. Everybody know y'all bitches fake and y'all talk about each other. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact that Giselle takes it a step further and feels the need to be disrespectful in front of a group of people like this is mixed company what are you doing what are you like right what? Giselle thinks she could say whatever to anybody and just be like I was being nobody pop on her lip yet right and it should be like I was being jokey jokey playful with you I was it was a joke if you mad Mm-mm. just say that how about you just be a good person and not say nasty evil shit like why would you say that to somebody who is going through a battle whether it's like a benign lump or it is cancerous, or they don't know mm-hmm. yet, why would you look at them and the first thing you say to them at a spring fling, fling party is, is this is what cancer, no cancer look like? Bitch, you need your ass beat. I want somebody to beat Giselle's ass for real. She has not had one. You can tell she never got her ass whooped. She need it. And if she has, maybe it's been too fucking long. She really need to get popped in her mouth. And I want somebody, I want them to bring a spicy housewife on next year Mm -hmm. really like somebody who had Monique's energy but who would just pop off a little quicker just pop up in the mouth real quick you know and I feel like Candace could have been that Mm -hmm. but she just Candace ain't got no hands yeah Candace ain't got no hands we done seen that wig and girl shifted and shook (laughs) like and Monique could have done more so she got off scot-free to be honest listen okay so <laughs> Robin starts to pick a speaking fight of hands, speaking of hands y'all CC got him we was playing speed this uh, past please, week okay the way CC was beating everybody's ass in speed I please. said listen I'm gonna never piss you off speaking of fighting it's Robin picking a fight with Wendy Sweet pea. What is the reason? That was so strange to me. And I'm just like, it was so unnecessary, so aggressive because she didn't say these two. She said, who believes that? Is it Giselle? Is it mm-hmm. like, who are you saying believes that? Mm-hmm. Is it both of them or is it just Giselle? Right. I think you don't, we know what you mean when you said you too. And Wendy kept saying like, but I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say that. Are you okay? Yeah, like she was just, I feel like she was just hella hyping on reason, just looking for a moment. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I had to put this in here, but like, do you feel like who you, you thought either one of them could fight? Rob? Like Robin and Wendy or Robin mm-hmm. and Giselle? I don't think neither one of them could fight. Because Wendy got that drink thrown in her face by Mia this season, which I cannot wait to see the build up to that. Mm-hmm. and it didn't seem like wendy was like because bitch you throw a drink him it's it's over it's it's over i'm seeing red i don't care about going to jail i don't you're not gonna throw a drink in my face like you're just not gonna do that and i feel like in the preview wendy just like i don't know it seemed like a delayed response and then with robin i feel like robin has a lot of muscle 
and Robin is strong, but I don't think she has like skills to fight. Like I don't think she knows how to really fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So no, long, short answer, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. So she got a lot of mouth. It was Sharice button and it was like, y'all need therapy. Y'all need to go to something <laughs> for this. Baby. I said, okay, Sharice trying to earn her check. I still don't really like her, but like it's the sidebar commentary that's like, okay. Yeah, it's definitely giving friend of the show. Yeah. So when it cut back to Mia and Giselle, they were talking. Giselle, which I never thought I would ever hear her say the words, like, I apologize. She was very much like, um, sorry. I didn't mean to have it come across this way blah 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 like Her really bullshit actions and it's just like and me was like I feel like you're sincere and in my head I'm thinking mm-hmm. not you lying to a liar like can yeah. you please get the both of them out of my face because like Giselle I feel like Giselle knows that Mia will be her ass or maybe attempt to because when you talk about people that could fight I think that Mia maybe if she can't fight she definitely is a little intimidating Mm-hmm. um to them that's a big bitch yeah she is intimidating to them for sure because like i said they be knowing who the fuck to play with and like her lying ass will get them the fuck together like she ain't afraid to go toe-to-toe with them and i feel like they aren't afraid to go toe-to-toe with each other but it's just mm-hmm. a difference in like i know you a chatty patty bitch like me so we just gonna go at the war we just gonna have a war of words it's never gonna get physical so i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say whereas i feel like they've seen mia throw shit on and at people before so it's like I don't know what this bitch capable of so let me kind of tread lightly so dang I be wanting more than just some words can y'all you know go for a neck or something girl let's choke it out we will see how this pans out between me and Giselle but I just don't see it lasting very long meanwhile they have rectified their situation and Wendy and Robin are outside arguing about it mm-hmm. to the point where she's getting rowdy and when Robin starts to get up and walk towards her I'm just thinking what are you doing you got about your damn seat you got about your damn seat <laughs> you why are you walking up on her you remember pillow talk on Real Housewives Atlanta mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like that was just, I don't now know. that was a good episode baby that's I what would we want. I would fucking drag that bitch. Candy, no. It was that bang. She said. Is she in that? I fucking dragged this bitch. <laughs> I said, baby. Little ass Todd trying to stop her. You don't sit down. I know. I know it's Horace when I see one. I know a fellow one when I see yeah. one. That was a good episode. You got up at your damn seat. I miss Nene so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. So I, know Phaedra, I know what Phaedra did was wrong, but I miss Phaedra and Nene so much. I swear to I God do. that when they stopped coming on there, I stopped watching. I miss Phaedra. I can't tell you shit about what's going on. But gotta, it's not the same. It's not the same. Nene, <laughs> that bitch is just... The thought of her makes me laugh. Bitch, hold on, glasses. <laughs> Bang. Bro, I love Nene so much. I just, I really, because somebody was like, I think Kenya actually at BravoCon 
I think she was asked about, you know, a cast member she would like to have on Atlanta. And she was like, I know some people aren't going to like this. And I know it's very controversial, but Nene. And I was like, because she's funny as hell. Funny as hell. Great TV. And I know that her relationship with Andy and Bravo is really fucked up. And I don't know if they'll ever get that shit back on track. But maybe one day in the near future, if I send up some prayers to the gods, her and Andy can sit down and reconcile, especially with everything that Nene has been through. Maybe they can come together, have a good conversation. They can bring her back. Because, like, Phaedra did some really foul shit. And, like, she's still involved in Bravo. Some real allegations. Yeah, like, she didn't come at Bravo. But, like, she made, she lied about sexual assault. Like, that's really fucked up. And she's still in the Bravo Mm -hmm. world. So it's like, I don't know. Hopefully one day Nene can come back. Because she really is Bravo culture. Bitch, that is, that is mother. That's mother of Bravo. Period. I don't care what y'all got to say about Nene. She created the culture. There is the Tiffany New York Pollard and there is Nene, Lanithia Nene Leakes. Say it. Dental bitches. You Queens are reality like, TV. Even it. when they piss you off, you can't help but love their ass. Yes. It's called respect. <laughs> Period. Period. Oh. oh yeah child robin called herself walking the fuck up on wendy and i'm just like I, it's just giving either one of y'all can fight maybe just a little wig grab a little tussle but i can't see y'all bitches really coming to blows sit your ass down yeah i ain't sit like down that. sit down now i'm gonna sit down because wendy is the queen of everything that was so corny to be so cor- princess I was, every time, like, I, even when I watched it back, I was like, oh, my God. Like, Robin, shut up. Like, even when I started to like you a little bit, you say some corny shit, you do some corny shit. You're not tough. Stop. Girl, we get it. You found your voice. Please. And did you really find it? Because when it's performative, it's not really being found. You're still exactly. trying to put on for an audience. I'm not oh, just... because you're the queen of everything. Like, are you 10? Like, what, Girl, are you, what are you talking about? They always try to make don't get me wrong there are because i didn't really i didn't care for wendy i didn't like how she went with them against monique to gang up on monique and then they turned around and did that same shit to her mm-hmm. the next season and now you see how the fuck monique feel wendy definitely i don't i won't say that i care for her per se yeah but it's the whole aggression thing and them constantly trying to poke and provoke Wendy mm-hmm. and then nobody ever saying anything about it. It's, it's like they want her to fight. Shit. Yeah, it's that same colorism shit that got brought up at the reunion and they tried to act like, oh, it's not a thing that doesn't exist in this cast. Of course, your light skin ass gonna say that. Of course. Of course you don't feel that way, bitch. So... It was Ashley, not Ashley, it was robbing me like, so anyways, Mia, like cancer, so was cancer ruled? I was just like, yeah, um, you know, Uncle Lump, that lump, this lump, blue lump. Could you please? Lump. And so, yeah. And Uncle Lump, like, I go there and, and, and the whole time she was talking, that's literally what it sounded like to me, like. And did you catch did you catch Cherie's face when she started talking? She said, "No, I did not." You got to go back and look at that face because that's a meme. Cherie said, "Now cool. everybody, like, I need to backtrack real, real. cool, like a hot, 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 hotty, hot minute." You know when you was like, 
Robin called Giselle out. I must have missed that. Yeah, she, she called got her out at the lunch. Well, she that was they in that where they Giselle was in that Ashley yellow blouse. Mm-hmm. Because it cut back to the spring event where she was like, nobody gets divorced and buy a house with a married man. Robin, something, something, something with Juan, and he's not even on the house. Uh-huh. And then Robin was like, you don't think that you should have? She's like, and when I saw their face, I realized, oh, they didn't know. And you're right, it wasn't my place to tell it. I got to go back and watch that. Yeah. I, will, I, I really want to see that moment because it's like, I want her to check her on some shit that's about her. I don't want Rob, I want to see Robin check Giselle about Robin. That's what I want. You got on her ass about that. Whew. So, yeah. It was just like, Mia, like, are you sick or are you not? Because cancer is really not nothing to be playing with. And right. Mia is very much an attention whore. And if something is truly wrong with her, like, even if it's not cancer, like, because... They don't have to be cancer to be terminal. Like there's tons mm-hmm. of other things that could really take you out. Hell, stress can take your ass out. Yeah. God speaks to her healing. But if you're trying to use your platform to bullshit, like you're sick when you're really not, mm-hmm. I can't really go for that. Yeah. So that's my I thing. Feel- it's like, I didn't like the obsession that everyone had around her social media posts, but at it was the same weird. time, you do have a history of lying. You do have a history of forgetting what you say and what other people say. Mm-hmm. And you do have a history of just like fabricating stuff. So it just makes it hard to root for her and try to be empathetic to her when she's going through a moment like this because it's like, yo, track record ain't that good, sis. So I, I, I'm just, I feel weird about Mia. I don't really like her. I think her head is shaped very odd. I don't, I just, there's something weird about her. I just, I don't know. I think something strange about her. And I think it's going to come out. She's yep. strange. I think her life is a lie. That's what it is. Yeah, like she just lies actress. so much. Yes. This is the part that really pissed me off. Robin casually switching gears, telling me how she wants to be friends with her. And like, you know, their sons are the same age and her kids have been wanting a family play day. So she wants her kids to play together. She goes around, she invites, she talks to every single person in the room and invites them but does not invite Wendy who has three kids and if I'm not mistaken Wendy came on as a friend of Robin to the show so it's just weird that now they're in this place yeah and I had to laugh because I'm like bitch me and princess are the same because we both said the same thing like it was fucked up even if you don't like Wendy, why not wait until Wendy is not around to invite mm-hmm. all the other women to come and bring their kids and have like a family mm-hmm. day? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that in front of her knowing that she has kids when those kids are innocent? Well, that's what I'm saying. Wendy, not the kids. So even if you don't fuck with Wendy, her kids could have still came out there and had a good time because y'all all running in the same circles. Mm-hmm. And somebody tweeted us like, no, Wendy said her marriage or engagement was fake. Because it is. So, so I'm with Robin. She need to be real and say it in the moment. I'm like, I think I just replied okay. But my stance is very similar to yours. Like, I feel like children is just a line I'm not going to cross. I'm not going to talk about nobody's kids. I'm not going to use children as an, at the expense, you know, put children at the expense of a situation I have with a grown woman. 
And so it's just like, let the kids come, bitch. We don't have to talk. We can say hi and bye. And that's it. The food is over there. Kids have fun. I just feel like don't put the children through that when Wendy and Robin have literally had play dates where their children and sons have played together. So it's not like your children have never met your kid, your sons, Robin. No. And now they're, I'm sure they know it's like, hey, we don't get to hang out with, you know, the Robin mm-hmm. family no more. And it's like, that's just cruel to me. Like, let them babies come play. It's and never then it was her not doubling down and sending 10 toes in the shit that she made when people, she was like, oh. Like when she invited everybody, she was like, she's like, she invited? No. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That did kind of make me cackle a little bit. She was like, no. Robin is on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh. I just, it's a line that I draw at kids and I feel her 1000%. Sharice was so messy. She not invited? She not invited? I said, all right now. Okay. You go, coming back, starting the bullshit. Yeah, I thought, and it's like, if you really don't want her there and you, you know, you just don't want to involve her or anything associated with her, that's fine. That's your event. But be a grown woman and just do that shit separately. Because when it involves kids, I just think mess should not be involved. And if you're going to have an event for family and you don't want Wendy there or her kids, just separate. Make the announcement without her. Yeah, without her there. Why we got to make this whole spectacle? And she did that on purpose in front of her to dig a knife in it and it just brought me back to the reasonably shady party when it's like y'all did the same exact bullshit when y'all sent that text out and then you have the nerd to be like oh it's not hard to figure out who you're talking about when you say y'all too you meant me and Giselle so when y'all said haters and some friends or haters the only person that group text that the both y'all had a problem with was Wendy so you admit you bring shit up Child. and try to be passive aggressive when you talk about people you admit mm-hmm. that interesting interesting so that was just yeah like that was just out of line for me so I brought up and I said me and princess are the same because if y'all notice like oftentimes when it's like a tweet of minds that's like kind of doing numbers I'm usually the one that's replying when it's to my tweet when y'all interact with it and whenever it's something that princess says is usually print like I like to let her respond to whatever responses she gets to a tweet that she tweeted mm-hmm. and that girl that when I was like no um people been saying that and Robin Carver oh you said okay I said bitch this is my friend bitch this is my sister <laughs> because immediately I read that I was like okay okay yeah. like, girl okay like immediately because girl what at the end of the day, her wedding, her marriage, her whatever is fake. It's too much. Like, Wendy didn't lie. She was coming for the integrity of Wendy's husband, who literally does not do anything wrong. Following up her friend, who she has to know is full of shit, and which we clearly see she feels like Giselle is full of shit this mm-hmm. season. Yep. And now you at odds and going back and forth with Wendy about a bitch you know when you was going to war with her over a bitch who is dead ass wrong all the time and you just follow her the fuck up so she was just like that's not even the same at the end of the day like we both said if kids are involved and I don't fuck with you I would just say something separately I wouldn't even bring it up in front of the group of friends because you have everybody's number that's in this room that's present right now you did it to spite her 
It's literally that so scene. being nasty, and I'm glad that I saw everybody calling her out for that shit. Like mm-hmm. that you was dead ass wrong. That was fucked up. You know the kids didn't do nothing to you, and you should have let them kids come, whether you fuck with her or not, because yeah. you brought that shit up in front of her. If you didn't want it to be known, or you didn't, you weren't doing it to be nasty. You would have mentioned it at a later time. Period. Yep. So. After that, is everybody going and leaving? And Wendy talking shit, and that mic is still hooked up. Bravo, no, they messy. She's a liar. And then they gonna run that camera back, that moment back when she said, "I never called her a liar." <laughs> I love Bravo, Bravo editors. Bravo, Bravo said twenty minutes ago. Are they quick to put that timestamp on? 20 minutes ago. They'll go back a few seconds, a few minutes, a couple days. 20 minutes ago. Actually. I love a good receipt. Girl, bravo, swear they mean. (laughs) Because you are the receipt vault. For real. For real. I keep every phone. Every phone I actually keep my phone, too. I don't think I've sent the phone back yet. I might send this one back, though. This lunch (laughs) with Robin and Mia... Robin wanted to meet with her separately to talk to her. So basically, I feel like it's we're getting the startup of Robin and Giselle falling out, which I cannot wait for. Mm-hmm. And it's very much Robin being like, bitch, she was wrong for that. She didn't need to come at you like that. She needed to talk to you like that. I thought that it was not okay or appropriate that she would say something like that to you. And I just want to know for real, like, what's going on with you and the cancer? So she's saying that, you know, the cancer is gone. She does still have to like get some, get a few more tests done, but they did rule cancer out, whatever, whatever. And Robin basically caught her in a lie. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't know. So what provoked Robin to then, and I feel like Robin's thing this season is like, brewing with her fallout with Giselle but then also being the fucking bone carrier like why are you constantly talking about other people's relationships and I feel like I've been friends with people like that you know maybe that could have been our what's tea question Mm. I'm gonna hold that okay but I feel like Robin has really been the bone carrier this season in regards to um you know like going and telling everybody's business and that's so fucking irritating to me because girl why you ain't got nothing going on in your life why like I'm confused I um I thought that whole lunch was just pointless as fuck I thought it was just gonna be mainly like Robin apologizing to her but I felt like the digging was weird because they got the drinks or they ordered their food or something and she's like so tell me about this tumor this lump and I'm like Robin where the fuck is your tech like why are you in this woman's business why are you in her organs it was the same thing with her asking Candace why are you wasting $18,000 to do it in vitro when you could just get pregnant naturally bitch why are you in her uterus it was strange I was pissed at Mia um giving all them fucking explanations I would have been just sitting there looking at her Like, that shit is just weird, but Mia is a liar. I am kind of glad that Robin caught her in the midst of the bullshit, but it's still just like, girl, like, please, like, Mm -hmm. have some coop about yourself. Yeah. So, 
that was that because there really wasn't much else to elaborate on. Then we go to Karen and Giselle meeting. Oh, wait, no, girl, Mia and Chris. Oh, yes. How the fuck did I forget about that? So that was why I brought up Robin carrying a bone. So she talks about the whole Ashley thing and then the Giselle shit with Chris. And it's like, well, actually, she's like, you know, he was just staring at me. Like, you just, you don't stare at somebody. Chris was not paying you any mind, bitch, at all. And Bravo wanted to make sure that you know. And then the tweet that went off when Chris Bassett was like, these women are bored. Like, they are. Anything that they can say. And then for me to be like, oh, like, you're right. I probably just said that. I was like, oh, she, somebody tweeted her and was like, oh, you lie about certain shit or whatever. And me, it was just like, oh, I probably did. And it's just like, you are a grown ass woman, girl. (laughs) Like, what? Like, I saw that. I was just. I was just feeling self-conscious because I was skinny and pale. And I'm like, Why are you I felt like everybody was looking at me. But no, you singled out Chris for a moment. And you know you did. Trying to add insult to injury. And it's just like, it's just so weird. And to say like love and respect to him and Candy. Like, I just feel like I, if girl, Candace beat me an ass or like put some sick somebody on her, I would not be surprised nor would I feel bad about it. Cause just like, what are you doing? Like, you just, you do too fucking much, girl. Like, please, fucking please. What are you doing? What are you doing? So, yeah, that shit was just, uh, was just weird. So, Karen and Giselle meet up, and I just like Giselle is full of shit because she's still just trying to stick to the story about Chris and saying how Chris is making her uncomfortable and every time she retells the story she brings up something new and really something that's more so incriminating towards her than Chris her story keeps changing and the fact that Robin and Giselle Robin and Karen are both just like no bitch what like what Mm -hmm. are you getting at because you keep saying that nothing happened but he made you uncomfortable so what are you talking about which one is it yeah like you like I'm confused and I love that Bravo was like actually Let's flash back to all these times that Giselle has not only forgiven Michael, but she continues to interact with people who she acts like has done something offensive to her. Like Giselle is just, girl, I can't. Mm-hmm. And it was Karen catching her and her bullshit and literally stopping her where she was at. <laughs> and then she talked about a situation that she had with the husband that squeezed her so hard to the point she felt like her breast hit her back and it's like mm-hmm. girl we know you talking about g talking about some uh, husband. Right. go ahead and say g we all mm-hmm. watch him flick his tongue at you and you know him saying that he thinks that you're hot and all we kind of other all shit all call him intoxicated yeah like we know that that's who you talking about girl like, i appreciate her trying not to be messy though yeah it's like girl we know that that's who you talking about but then when Giselle mentioned that Robin was the one that brought the Chris situation to the group it's like I mean Giselle isn't lying but you also added on to the shit like it wasn't something else and that's the other reason why I can't just fully get behind Robin because it's like if I feel like if you really cared about the situation and you felt like it was getting out of hand after you talked to Ashley you should have said what you said to her and if you felt the need to be like you're Candace and Chris's friend Instead of going to Giselle first, you should have went to the couple who the rumor is actually about. It's like, hey, I just want to let you know, this is what's going on. You and Ashley need to talk because she was a little, you know, confused about Chris DMing her, asking her to come to a hotel because she didn't know about his 
about his work position so I think that that's definitely a conversation you guys need to have because I know y'all trying to work on having a friendship and she just doesn't want it to be weird so she did bring it to me because I am a mutual and neutral side to both parties instead of going around and like stirring a pot and making it messy like I feel like Robin is just as messy whether or not she is on Chris and Candace's side or not like y'all can just stop gossiping about each other but I guess we wouldn't have a show if they did that but you know I don't know I just thought it was weird yeah I agree and I what actually made me cackle was when I love Karen Giselle was like walking her through what happened with her and Chris which was really fucking nothing and Karen was like did he do something and she was like no literally no. she said exactly and she said it was the fact that it was happening and she was like I mean I know you know I understand what you're going through blah blah because she she expressed her experience but she was like you know I don't think it you know warranted anything like this but I, it was just funny how she was talking her through the bullshit and trying to get Giselle to realize you don't have a case. you don't have a case this is stupid like when is it gonna click and it wasn't clicking for Giselle and she actually doubled down like I wouldn't you know say it if I didn't feel it in my gut girl shut do you have a moral compass do you child I will be surprised stresses me out okay like I I can't deal with her so we move on to Karen and Ray and she is just so excited about these new titties that she got and Ray is not feeling it at all and he's basically just saying like I gotta back up real quick because isn't that a lie Giselle saying Robin brought it to the group because didn't Giselle bring it to the group herself no Robin did bring it to the group she went around individually and started telling everybody about it about the Chris in the makeup room Chris and the Ashley situation and then also her bringing up the Chris thing she's told everybody she brought it to Mia she told it to Candace she like Robin has been carrying that bone okay well that's not a lie okay you know so, not a lie so I had to double check yeah so um we move on to Karen and she's having her titty talk with Ray and talking about well I don't know where the tip and <laughs> titty comes talk. from but it's given a play on happy and nest which I'm just like how unoriginal Karen but you know auntie you old I get it mm-hmm. I still love you down yeah. but um yeah like it was just weird and Ray was saying how like you know um he just feels like she doesn't really need all those enhanced in those enhancements and how you know she says that she wanted to have eye candy and he's okay with that as long as it just remains just eye candy and nothing more than that so it's giving like Ray might be a little bit insecure about Karen constantly going up because I'm not gonna lie she did look like the Wicked Witch of the West when they first started the show and now she's just growing growing and like blossoming into a bad bitch hair be laid yeah like we have seen the transformation in Karen so yeah I agree. I think, because like Karen said, she is where he was when he married her. And so she is just kicking into high gear. And he like, you know, ready to sit his ass down. And rightfully so. But what did you think was going to happen, Ray? Like you thought once you got ready to sit your ass down, she was going to magically become like 69, 75, however old he is. Like that's just, 
you have and that's the thing with marrying someone so significantly younger or older than you like you have to think about the future and a lot of people don't it's like there is going to come a time come a time where one of you are like significantly elderly you know and the other person is like still kicking and still good and you have to know or try to be in a place where you're okay with that life difference you know that drastic difference in like paths because Karen got businesses Karen I got her teeth is lifted them wigs are laid she keep that Botox done and we see Ray so it's just like I don't know I just I think Ray maybe just need to check yourself because it don't look like Karen give a damn and it ain't it don't look like she gonna stop it's not can't stop a bad bitch girl can still bag a man right now so it's like Ray if you don't get it together she might leave it alone so (laughs) I just I don't know I just think that men especially older men who you know like younger women they don't always think about that Mm -hmm. definitely a reality because women we don't peak in our 20s you know we start really peaking 40s mid 40s like early 50s that's when we really you know especially in our sexual peak you know you think you horny now bitch I'm looking forward to being in my 40s because I hear it's, it's like sensational over there so I don't know I just think Ray's a little insecure because he's older you know he may not be able to get it up as much who knows it may be a little more shriveled up the hair might be gray down there now child it could be a lot of things making him insecure his booty saggy he can't move as fast he can't pump as long child karen karen she already seemed like she a freak tt karen say bitch you could stay looking dusty but as for me i'm gonna get some surgery fuck that Mm. and as she should so Hmm. Anywho, on to Wendy. Wendy is at the doctor because she's experiencing postpartum hair loss still since having her last baby, which I thought was really sad. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why I feel like it's very important to choose your baby daddy wisely because the woman's body go through so much when it comes down to giving birth. And I just feel like the moral support, the love that you need when also being a mother but trying to you know i'm saying to um still feel like yourself after having children i have friends that are mothers and obviously i have siblings who have children and yeah like i just pray that i'm blessed with a good man that allows me the space to be where I'm at because bitch I'll be tripping out being stressed and my hair falling out I can't imagine it's because I chose to have a kid that I gotta see every day and bitch I'm bald because of you like I feel like that's what postpartum be a lot of extremes and sometimes people grow resentment towards their kids because of the way that their bodies have changed due to giving birth um so to see Wendy kind of like going through that it's like damn girl like those are the sacrifices that we make as women when it comes down to um having kids so I wish her the best I hope that it's nothing serious 
Um, also, I feel like the doctor directed her wrong. She told her to get laser. No, if she's getting facial hair, she wants it mm-hmm. permanently gone. She can do electrolysis poo, not mm-hmm. laser. Laser mm-hmm. will definitely hair can come back. Mm-hmm. And I, I never get hair on my damn chin, girl. Because my mom, I've never seen like hair on my mom's chin. So I'm hoping I also have the same experience as far as like not growing hair. Because sometimes that can happen with age, with having children, hormones, like you can start to develop menopause, you can start to develop like, you know, them little, them little, little hairs you got to And, and PCOS. Exactly. And so I'm just hoping I'll have that journey because I'm headed straight for fucking laser, bitch. A beard? Electrolysis, friend. Oh, yeah, but a fuck. I want whatever's gonna get rid of it permanently. It kills it out. But yeah. was that all of Wendy's hair? Because her hair is really beautiful. I think it was. I was looking at the ends of it, and it's definitely yeah. It, it was really beautiful. Yeah. But I hate that she's going through that too. Like it's crazy what women go through as far as like having children and like child. Like your foot growing big and never shrinking back. Like your stomach being black. Like black losing your hair losing teeth like all that shit is so scary and women we put our bodies through it for the sake of having a baby and giving life and so mm-hmm. my heart goes out to any woman who struggles with any you know negative side effect or whatever when it comes to pregnancy and giving birth that shit is scary especially as a black woman I think about it all the time I've talked Jordan's ear off about it and my mama like I, I'm I'm a little frightened like it, it's it's a mm-hmm. lot you know and so it's just even having all the resources having all the support that don't mean you're not gonna go through shit that don't mean you're not gonna have PCOS or fibroids or you know um an at-risk pregnancy whatever it don't you don't you don't know yeah you don't know till you know and so it's just I was talking to my friend that I had brunch with this weekend about that and it's just like women go through a lot you go through a, a whole lot, lot. So yeah, definitely pick your niggas wisely because at least having a good man by your side really helps, you know, from what I've heard or seen or whatever. Having someone who's there for you, who will make your life a little bit easier, you know, while you're going through all this health shit. So, and Eddie seemed like a good man. Uh She do need to sit her ass down though. When I saw her in that hospital, well, in that medical room, I'm like, Wendy, you lose your hair. Are you trying to go into business with Peter Thomas? I'm crying. Not with Peter Thomas. Child, like, Wendy need to sit down for real and focus on her health to try to find balance in her life. Like, I'm on Eddie's side with this one. If you can minimize stress somewhere, especially if you're still dealing with post-pregnancy, like, symptoms, challenges, all those different things, like, stress ain't gonna help that baby like you probably shouldn't be trying to start no damn restaurant of all things one of the most stressful businesses to start and run so that's my two cents on that but peace and light yeah candace and this in vitro without chris and it was just kind of sad to see her like go home after being so exhausted by the bullshit giselle was trying to pull it and have to go and start this process of in vitro of trying to get eggs to procreate with this man that y'all are trying to act like he is trigger warning a sexual assault um villain like I just Mm -hmm. oh Giselle I'm just waiting on her day to come girl and when I say her day I mean an ass whooping like 
I want somebody to Monique her ass. Like, just drag across the table. Slam that head. Like, she need to get the shit beat out of her because she got too much shit built up in her. It needs to get released. That's Giselle's problem. Like, bang it out of her. And I just, I'm not not a, a violent person unless warranted, but Giselle has been warranted for years. Like, this, that ass whooping is overdue. At least a wig shift. Like, pull it. Oof, I just want some. And it ain't a good one, so I know it's gonna come off easy. Right off. I just, ain't gotta do too much. It's gonna just slide right the hell on out. And I understand people say, oh, she good for TV. She good for TV. And Giselle is, because we've talked about that, how her and Karen are really good for TV. Really good for mm-hmm. But if you're gonna be really good for TV, you also gotta have them hands. You know, Sheree is good for TV. Nene good for TV. Kenya good for TV. But if you step to them too quick, they will, they ready to go. Nene choked the hell out of camp. Like they ready to fight. Like they got the mouth and the hands to match. And that'd be my problem with Potomac ladies sometimes. Like it's all this cackling, kiki, I just talking. We gonna fight or not? Like at some point, them words gonna get your ass beat. And that'd be my problem. Like it's too much talking for seven seasons straight for nobody to have gotten their ass beat for Candace. Mm-hmm. With her and Robin alone, girl, somebody need to grab somebody throat, girl, immediately. And so, Candace and Chris ended up going to lunch together, and she was talking to him about how she feels like a failure because the in vitro process is not working, and her doctor that sees us every day feels as though, um, you know, she's not progressing the way that someone who's having a successful in vitro journey is going and I just feel like that's also probably my fear with me being 30 like I hope that I don't get to a point where I'm unable to bear a child because I do want to experience motherhood Mm -hmm. um um, I mean unless let me say right now because financially girl $18,000 to have a kid when the hospital bill already gonna be damn quadruple that I just don't know I plan on being wealthy by next year though. So maybe my thoughts may change, but um, yeah, I just feel like that's just a a very scary feeling to not know whether or not you can have children. And my heart definitely goes out to women who want children and cannot bear a child or carry a pregnancy to full term. Like, I think that that is probably some of the most devastating shit ever. Mm -hmm. And I will always love adoption and, just other forms being able to be a parent, but I just can't imagine what she felt in that moment, getting that news from the doctor and like being upset about it because she is stressed and like stress not only kills, it contributes to so many different things. Stress can change your period. Stress can cause your fucking hair to fall out. Stress can cause you to lose weight. Like stress is deadly. And it it really does fuck with your body in multiple different ways. So I feel like, like she said, for Giselle to know what she's going through and to still bring her some bullshit, Giselle needs to be put in her fucking place. Period. Too Period. much. She thinks she's too cute to get her ass with. That's her problem. And that'd be the problem. I feel, like if you, I feel like if you're going to be a bad bitch with a lot of mouth, at least know how to fight. That's all. That's all we asking. You can run your mouth. You can talk about every bitch husband on this show. But when it comes time to put your hands where your mouth is, you need to be able to. 
or at least put in the effort. You might get your ass beat, but at least you're not afraid and you're not running from that fight. It was once said by Deacon Clifford, the big red Hotep Harris, got a hummingbird mouth. No, got an alligator mouth and a hummingbird ass. Your mouth writes checks that your ass can't cash. <laughs> and that is Giselle Bryant through and through. Mm-mm-mm. stop speaking because if you can't defend yourself when I go to pop you in your fucking lip it's going to be a problem Chill. and Giselle is the type people who use their mouth to bully and antagonize people in the second that you be ready to beat their ass now all of a sudden it's an issue it's a problem now you want to sue okay so anyways um robin joins them at this lunch in the midst of her talking about giselle and ashley and how chris feels about it and chris did open up and say that he was angry because he's like i've never been nothing but kind to these women i can see these women friends and for this to be the narrative that basically they're trying to spin on my character is just basically in a nutshell like it's fucked up mm-hmm. so when robin pops in and like chris i thought she wants me she's like you better speak to me boy i mean man like she corrected herself real quick real fucking quick like girl like i love that candace and chris was just kind of like bitch we don't know about you Hmm. very much we here but we not here well you roll with giselle what kind of bullshit you on today you can go to girl and so it was Robin doing a whole, like, you know, I'm on their side. I felt like she was completely wrong. I said that this didn't happen. And I didn't understand why I got brought up now. And when Bravo, because they keep all the footage in the vault, they rolled that back. From years like, ago. You're saying that you are that you were uncomfortable. And Candace was like, where was the discomfort at the spring kickoff? Because you very much leaned in and hugged Chris first. All he said was hello to you. Sure. You initiated physical touch. And then it was also Chris pulling the receipts and Bravo backing him up when it's like, I make you uncomfortable, but you've made several comments about my dick. Saying you never want to be in that position with a man that's married, but I just feel like as a woman who's single, talking about your friend's husband dick is just not it. Like, I look at Jordan and Phil as brothers. Mm-hmm. And obviously as women, we have conversations. It's never nothing in detail, but never would I ever feel the need to even, like, bitch, I don't even look them anywhere else but in their fucking eyes. Because it's like, I don't see it for them like you, that. Like me, for me, for, Yeah, <laughs> for, for me, it's just like, and I'm this person and y'all can't, I feel like niggas be feeling away when you say this. But I feel like the second that my friend like a nigga or even mention that a nigga is fine. And it's, it's a like, nigga that I know that they can bag and pull. He don't really exist to me. You don't exist to me. Even if I think that like, you know, it's just like, if we both saw Ram nigga and I'm like, oh, he's cute. And you're like, oh, yeah, he is cute, blah, blah, blah. But it's like him and my friend start talking or my, like. I, right. I'm checking. I out. don't see you no more. I don't see you. 
I don't need to follow you. I don't you. play with that shit, bro. We, we don't need to be karma. cool. Like, I don't ever want a line to be crossed where you feel like I'm trying to try your nigga or I think of your nigga in that light. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I don't look at, I also don't look at my friends' men and be like, oh, they ugly mm-hmm. because they my friends' men. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just don't think nothing of them because they're my friends' men. It's very mm-hmm. weird. And I think that to make a comment about your friend's husband's dick in front of her and in front of people is just like, Giselle, you really don't have the tact that you think you do, Pooh. And Bravo, I feel like is out to show that Giselle has always been the villain. And I can't wait to see how the season is going to end what the reunion is going to look like with all the bullshit that we've seen and all the footage that's been pulled. Hopefully this podcast blows up enough before they start filming a reunion to where Andy needs to call us. I'm going to speak that into the atmosphere that they bring us on. Yeah. And I'll answer to Candace and Candace be like, bitch, I heard you was talking shit. I sure was because I didn't like your ass this season, bitch. What and what about that? it? What you going to be on your side or not? We here now. You going because if you're going to fold a napkin for your eye, you might want to fold one for your nose because you Girl, get to talking too much, bitch. You think, you, think, you think Monique shook you. Yeah. Mm. You better take my kindness where you can get it, bitch. Where you can fucking get it. So yeah, on to Robin. She having this prenuptial conversation with Juan and I'm just like, is Juan broke? And why is Juan Asian? He is Asian. He just does not look like fine as Juan that initially came on this show. Like, what is stressing you out? Because that Grandpa Lou ball spot that you got growing in your head. We need to talk about this because when I saw him, I'm like, how long has it fucking been since season six? This man looked like he pushing 50. And he might be. But that's not how black people age. We don't supposed to look it. Especially not when he looked like that before. Right. Like we used to be like, oh wow, wow, wow. I'm looking at one like, baby, do you need some like you need to wash your face? You need some medicine? Do you need to drink some liquids, some fluids? You need to exercise? You need some sleep? You look tired. Do you need a haircut? What's going on? Like he just looked real broke. And I don't understand what happened between last season when he was still looking good and this season because taping normally only is like a three to six month break when they take a break between the reunion and you know start back up again. What the hell changed, Juan? That frightened me. I had to like oh, look him real, I had to look him up and down. Robin's smart because it almost seemed like he got a lot going for him. They started talking about the prenups and basically Bravo, one of the producers started to ask her, was like, why I make more money than you? He didn't say that. I said, baby, if they if it wasn't a wedding before, it definitely might not be one where Juan see this footage. Cause you don't put all y'all business. She was, she was sipping that drink, she said. With the straw. That ain't what he said. Lip just tooted. Robin knows she got the fucking bag. I, what I'm trying to understand is how you and Ashley are on the same show and Ashley has brought so much more drama, which I feel like Ashley checks should be bigger than yours because you're really just Giselle's sidekick. 
and was actually just not investing her money correctly because how is it that you have changed your whole life since being on Potomac because I know it's the Potomac check that's changing your life and Ashley has done nothing you can't afford to get a house by yourself and Robin and built the house on the ground up the math ain't mathing somewhere it's not it's not that's all I'm saying speaking of Ashley and these homes girl they go to view houses and she brings her Jonathan Wesley looking as brother with her and this nigga Michael then told the broker that they bought the divorce and it's a broker that works for her and then mm-hmm. when they start talking about all the cash offers and like somebody comes through is like is it because it sounds like he doesn't want to get a house with you because we know he got the money to do it. He just doesn't want to. And you're like, oh, well, Michael thinks that it's just not a smart investment. Neither do I. Girl, no, you don't. You don't know shit about shit. You just taking whatever that white man tell you and you mm-hmm. listening to it and you going along with it. And that's exactly why your dumb ass is in the predicament that you in right now. You are stupid, girl. You are yep. a stupid, stupid girl. Yep. I you're definitely not smart. I definitely feel like... Ashley is starting to see how much she's out of the loop (laughs) because for him to hold it over her head and be like oh no we can't do this until you know we can't tell them that we're getting separated we have to get the house under the impression of us staying together Together. we can get the loan and then we can get you can get the loan and we can announce it just seems like he wants to keep her within his grasp and also do it in a way that works for him I feel like it was a business move for Michael and Ashley's ass is so far up in the cloud. She don't realize it. And so it's like, bitch, he playing you. Like if you don't see it now, when you going to see it? He is lying to you for his benefit. He is playing you for his benefit. And if you don't wake the fuck up and get you a lawyer with what little coins you have or what, whatever coins you have, because somebody was on our Twitter talking about um, how her net worth is like 500,000 or million i don't fucking know but apparently no she, 500 million i can tell you that much she, she should have some money and the thing with net worth net worth doesn't necessarily equate to like liquid cash it doesn't mean like it's mm-hmm. what you have in your account right now it could mean a combination of assets properties stocks different things so mm-hmm. it's like while her net worth may be x what's in her account may be very fucking different what she has access to may be very different and so it's like, whatever she does have, she needs to scrape it up and get a lawyer and stop talking to Michael. Like, for real. Like, put that nigga on child support immediately. And girl, you can easily get a check from that. And do what you got to do for your kids. Like, she's making this so much harder for herself because I feel like she's putting her emotions in it. And Michael is doing the exact fucking opposite. He ain't thinking with emotions. I, Ashley's just dumb. I don't have nothing else from her um you brought up a very good point I almost was gonna make it my tweet of the week when you said you don't think Ashley is crying because she has divorced Michael she's crying because her lifestyle is gonna change and that's exactly what it is I don't give a fuck none of y'all say yeah how y'all feel about it (laughs) I feel like it's almost the equivalent of knowing that a bill is due and you ain't got the money to pay it you shouldn't to go from being able to live life however the fuck you want it want to to that changing it's scary and my thing is I'm wondering if it's Michael that wants a divorce and not Ashley because he gonna be straight regardless and if he know he already fucked you in a paperwork process him divorcing you is really not gonna make a difference especially when he know you dumb 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like when it comes down to it, like you're shook because you see your lifestyle is about to change and you're not gonna be able to maintain this image that you've created for yourself without Michael. And we talked about this last season. Like, I feel like if I'm dating a wealthy man, yeah, it's fine for you to do for me and buy certain shit. But every dime that you give me, I'm not spending it on no fucking bag, no shoes. I will take the bags and shoes if you give that to me. But any cash that you give me is getting invested. It's getting put away for a rainy day. Because one thing I will say about dating niggas with money I always try to learn what I can learn from people like that because I don't want you to introduce me into a lifestyle that I cannot maintain without you. Mm -hmm. I refuse. And like Ashley was dumb for like living her life and doing all this dumb shit because that's what that man wanted her to do and not making sure because she knew from the time that she said I do that she plans to divorce that nigga after she thought she got what she did until it was done and bitch you didn't plan properly and you don't know how to fucking read a dumb bitch anyways and you don't know how to fucking read (laughs) girl on to this preview of this family fun day what pissed me off is like Sherelle not Sherelle Sharice don't have any small children so the fact that Sharice was invited but you really sat there and didn't invite Wendy who has small children that could very much have been in that fucking hot potato sack hopping around with y'all ass it's fucked up um it's Ashley bringing up her trying to get pregnant. If y'all supposed to be separated, why would Michael think you're trying to get pregnant? That's what I'm saying. She said they weren't having sex. Right. She said they could not have sex or it would reset the clock on their separation in the state of Virginia. What is the truth? Because it's like that in South Carolina too. So what's the truth, girl? Why would he think that you're trying to get pregnant if you're not having sex? Are you having sex with that nigga? That's why she ain't thinking straight too. And why would you say that on TV? You think the courts ain't got cable? That'll be y'all problem when y'all You watch think the courts can't subpoena Bravo, bitch? You, girl, my thing what is, footage? people think, uh, my whole premises on these shows is like, do y'all think motherfuckers don't have cable? The courts can get whatever the fuck the courts want. Because that's legal. That's not TV. They don't give a fuck about none of that shit. This is legal shit that's we are talking about. That's mama, but that's my mama. <laughs> girl that's a married medicine reference and you're Sorry. going to tell her and you're gonna tell her girl like i just i don't like ashley just lost so bad and it's like you'll be sharing information that you don't have to share that gets you caught up in a lot every time just shut up shut up then of course the big thing for next week is going to be the divorce news link like oh my god i have to get to michael girl you know y'all leaked that shit out into the public please kiss my ass with this dramatic shit so i don't feel like i don't know y'all might not get a separate potomac episode unless mass is just that good and we make this potomac episode three seconds because i don't know i just don't see next week's episode being too intriguing and then also at the family fun day which i skipped past Karen coughing when she saw Cherise I said now she allergic to Cherise my sister said she had to get the fuck up out of there because bitch one thing about it I don't want to be around no bitch that I don't fuck with and I don't blame her I don't mm-hmm. blame her at all mm-hmm. Karen said <laughs> <laughs> and gave her old fake nasty cough too one of ones you'd be like you alright Gordon can you help me to my cough please I said I'm the nigga who pressed you girl 
Karen played too damn. And much. Auntie, the minute Sharice showed up. <laughs> Not the COVID then came back that you didn't have. Girl, she said she had a fever child, so. But I'm really excited to see the episode because of the whole divorce leak thing. So I'm excited to see like the conversation around that was really finna happen because I feel like this is gonna be a pivot and Giselle's messy ass. Ah, this is good. Cause Ashley can start living her life. Like, girl, can you ever be serious? Please. Just girl. Me. Anyways, on to what's to you guys know that this is where we take a question from the episode and we relate it back to our real life. So our first question is, how would you feel if your partner grew insecure as the relationship progressed? Meaning, um, you know, you would still be in a bad bitch and life was hitting him mm-hmm. how would you feel if your partner started to feel insecure and wanted you to not do things to maintain yourself so that way I guess you don't attract or bring in attention how would that make you feel it would definitely make me feel like I'm be honest I probably laugh at first because like you when you met me I was a bad bitch so what are you doing right now like what are you talking about And then as we have a deeper conversation and I see that maybe it's rooted in like his own insecurities, then I would encourage therapy. This is a therapy household. We love therapy. So like, and my partner is very open to therapy. So it's like, I would encourage him to seek that because the issue is not me, it is the. So I don't know. I just don't think that it would be like a major problem like I do feel like I said where it's a very malleable relationship we're able to kind of like seek therapy talk to someone get some help get some advice I would kind of just be like perplexed you know like you know I've always been this way I've always been a beautiful woman I've always you know captured attention from people why is it an issue now and you know me and Jordan aren't exactly far in age he's only like three years older than me so it's not really like a Ray and Karen situation where it would be a drastic life difference life path change um but if he's battling with his own insecurities maybe his body is changing maybe he's losing hell whatever like that's a deeper conversation we can have about what would make you feel more confident more secure should you be working out more you want to go see somebody about some hair implants what can we do to make you feel good because you're not going to project your insecurities onto me that's what's not going to happen so it would definitely be a deeper conversation especially if we're at the point in our relationship where we're married kids extensive then it's just we hitting a patch where you may be having a midlife crisis and there's some deeper work that we need to do but I don't feel like it's not fixable specifically with the partner I have now I don't feel like that hump would be something that's like on break us up like we can just talk to somebody get you some help work through it talk through it what can I do to make you feel more confident but at the end of the day you have to want to work on yourself mm-hmm. I feel the same exact way I feel like um as evangelist megan pete said i ain't turned to no bad bitch when you met me boy i've been that boom and i just feel like as i get older i'm only going to get better and better because my money's gonna get longer this ass is gonna get fatter and if i'm like karen if these titties ever grow 
And if they do and they start to drop, I'm going to pick them hoes back up. To the sky. I, I got an image to maintain. I'm going to still be on Instagram at 80. Giving the, Girl, girls, a giving the girls a look. Get this angle, Nick. I didn't get these looks off. <laughs> so I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what we like, what you mean? What what are we doing? Please. I'm going to maintain. And I encourage, I feel like I don't want to be with a man that ever gets so lax in his appearance. And even if you choose to get lax in your appearance, you still encourage me to be a bad bitch because you always want me to look and feel my best. Cause I'm gonna encourage my nigga to do the same. Mm-hmm. And that's just period. So yeah, I feel like, you know, it is what it is. It is and what it is. Like you said, you're not gonna project your insecurities on me. Mm-mm. I already know. I'm fin- I'm I'm I feel like I'm in my prime right now, so I know it's only up from here, bitch. Girl, God knew not to give me this ass at 20. 19 i probably would have been a hoe if we being honest but i i just god knew to just pro and let me tell y'all bitch the ass is fat. <laughs> let me tell y'all bitch so before we all got fucked up on saturday princess they came down we kind of had we had a family movie night mm-hmm. with like our other friends and their family and babes my sis had on a cardigan and it was giving go. grandma wagon through the cardigan <laughs> I can't even say the word right. That ass be sitting like top shelf liquor, bitch. This is not a $6 shot back there. That is, bitch, that is not, that is top shelf. It is not house tequila. That is, that is classe azul back there, bitch. You get on my fucking nerve. (laughs) And let let me trip y'all out. Me and Princess were the same fucking size when I met her too. Absolutely. I was wearing like a zero to a two. Bitch, I wear a size seven in jeans now. The same size. Gene Wine was wondering what was in Princess jeans years before. Okay? That was the premonition. I'm done with you. (laughs) What? Like, he knew to give it to me late. He knew to give it to me late when I became a more peaceful person. You know, I'm in therapy and everything. God knew to give me this ass when I was a better individual. Because had he gave me this too early, I feel like God won't give me one because I'm still not, I'm probably not a good person right now. You would have been laying in love, spreading it wide in college. I'm not, I know you ain't got to cut that out. Don't cut out my fourth wall. Keep it all in there. (laughs) Amen. That's going to be the name of this episode. Keep it all in there. Bitch, I would have been thinking like, I'm the baddest bitch with this ass and these hips. I was a little stick in college. So I definitely stayed to myself a little bit more. I had a little fun. Don't get me wrong. But had I had this body, I ain't even going to hold you. Probably would have been out in the streets a little bit more. But and I mean, streets like probably had me a little sugar daddy, you know, would have been a kept woman. But period. God knew when to provide the gifts. <laughs> I guess shit. I still ain't learned my lesson because, bitch, I got to fight for this shit to stay. Child, it'd be like that, though. I used to mm. think that. Girl. Anyways, like, 
when I tell you, I just, girl, that ass is something to see. If y'all ever get a chance to peek, if she ever show it and y'all follow her personal page, Jordan, I'm so sorry for advertising it, but you should be proud of that work that you did because my bitch is thick. Our next question stems from Robin Messy Ass. How would you feel if you had a friend that was carrying a bone? Every single thing that's going on in your life, they're constantly bringing it to other people's attention for the sake of conversation. I feel like I kind of already know your answer, but I still want to ask because I want to kind of elaborate on it too. I'm going to cut them off. Period. Like, it's like, if you keep, it's different if you do it one time, two times. If you do it once, I'm done you know Pisces so two times is my maximum because I'm gonna give you a chance I believe in another chance you you go and carry some shit again we're done because I'm the type of bitch I don't sell all of my relationship business but I low-key tell all my business to my friends (laughs) like I'm not gonna tell all me and my man like our relationship business or my man's business my girlfriends basically know everything about me at least and it's like I share very intimate vulnerable things with my girlfriends because that's what you do with girlfriends I look at them as sisters they're my chosen family I don't really have any family to be honest so it's like my my friends are my chosen family so it's like I hold a very high level of loyalty trust and ability to be vulnerable with you and when that is betrayed and just stomped on like I I can't I can't be close to you. Like, I can't trust you because like I said, I share personal shit. You know the conversations that we have and bitch, you and I connected on the first damn day. We met each other because it was just the energy was there. And over time, we just shared more and more and more. And when I tell you, don't let not say the CC go nowhere. <laughs> and then I say the CC go nowhere. Like, I, I value that because I'm already a very private person. CC, no, I don't know no damn body. I don't talk to nobody except my own personal circle. It just be me, my girlfriends, and my man, and my mama, and that's really it. Like, I don't know people. I don't give much of myself to people because I value my privacy, and people love to run their fucking mouth and use things mm. to their advantage to hurt you or just to benefit them. So I'm very particular about my circle. So I'm just going to cut a bitch off. Like, after strike two, especially Princess 2.0 slash Pabounderies. Pabounderies? you're gone like after you get that second chance and I still get wind of you saying something to this person I don't care if it is a close friend if I haven't given you permission to share that and if I want her to know I'm gonna share it in a group setting y'all all gonna know you're done period personally I feel like because I have had this happen to me why is it nothing going on interesting in your life that my business is your business to tell it makes me feel like I can't trust you. I can't be vulnerable. Now, when you call me, you want to update on what's going on. Nothing's going on. Life is great. It's grand. I ain't got nothing to share, nothing to talk about because I don't even want to share good shit because I don't want you going back and talking about shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's constantly being brought up. That's nobody's business. I don't like shit like that. And I am someone who is very sensitive and girl jay spoke a word to me yesterday that gathered me up so good about just my trust and how just like honestly uh, maybe too kind i am with people um yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah 
Ooh, I, girl, I ain't looked up man one tweet, child. Let me get the look. It's just very frustrating, mm-hmm. um, to say the least. And I will very much cut you off. Like I feel like, what's the point of us being friends if I feel like there's no trust there and I can't trust you with my vulnerability? That's why I would call you a friend. So now I was at a point where I feel like if anything is going on with me, the only people who really know about shit, mm-hmm. especially stuff, I won't even say that I feel comfortable sharing because I know that like I trust you and Jay with everything but at the end of the day sometimes you do stuff to keep some stuff for yourself so I feel like maybe I would say shit that I'm vulnerable about and I want insight on not just shit that I'm like okay you can figure this out by yourself and then maybe you could talk to them about this after you kind of work through it but I feel like when in terms of like sharing shit and being vulnerable it's really just Princess and Jay that know the more vulnerable intimate sides of me because I know mm-hmm. that when we have those conversations they're not going anywhere else I'm not being judged my business is not being brought up for the sake of conversation amongst people who should not have my business and I think that it's very important to have people in your life that you can trust and when you consider somebody a friend like I can legit go to you and talk to you about anything without feeling any type of um regret after I say something to you Mm -hmm. so yeah I'm with princess bitch you getting cut off so on to our favorite part which incorporates you guys it is a segment called what was said so weedy and that's where we choose our favorite tweets of the week and I have mine (laughs) um (laughs) okay I think I have like three I'm gonna stop there okay so my I had a few that I saved um that had me cracking up but the first one is from you ready C underscore and it says when Medea said out shopping when you should have been checking the deed (laughs) actually should have been checking the prenup because girl so that was my first tweet of the week and then my next tweet of the week is from um it's from robin d marley underscore and it says the fact that ashley can't even explain or understand the financials behind getting this house is proof that michael was up to something she need to get a damn lawyer and it got this picture of nini like uh (laughs) (laughs) so that one had me cracking up and then my last tweet of the week is from hi baby gorgeous and it says never thought i'd be team candace but shout out to her for immediately catching that giselle was trying to drag chris for a storyline and shutting it down i never thought i would ever see that where i would like candace agree with candace and it kind of yeah. happened a little bit last season but i'm 1000 on candace side right now because giselle is a very fucked up ass person for doing this to not only her friend candace but doing this to chris as well mm-hmm. you know you don't have a case and you said he's trying to plead for one yep so i have three as well um my first one is by at sutton's roller and it says why i was confused about the prenup because they don't plan to marry <laughs> and it was one yeah. face and then the second one is by bmf llewellyn one i guess um not miss robin advancing towards wendy the same chick that pushed the monique's aggressive narrative with the rest mm. and wendy looking real confused mm. 
very accurate. Talk about it. You got a bunch of damn seats. And my last one by at Seti Weddy. Juan during this prenup conversation, knowing they don't have no money. (laughs) Whatever that be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever that be. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, when I tell you I love a fucking Nimi meme. That bitch is hilarious and I miss her so bad. I'm gonna get this watch. (laughs) Bling, bling, bling. Bling, Bitches is mad. Bitches is mad. Oh my God. But that's all I got. Y'all funny. As hell. Every time it never fails. (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) It never fucking fails. Y'all are, bro. When I tell you be crying, Girl. be crying so we have our take a shot prompts for next week and it's just anytime Giselle eggs on this, this Chris situation anytime Mia gets caught in a lie anytime Robin does something messy we want you guys to take a shot hopefully y'all don't end up with alcohol poisoning but you know how the girls do we like to have a good little moment drink a little a little one too so you know. yeah that's it for this week's episode you got any closing notes to add? oh don't forget to leave us a review gotta make sure we tell y'all that every time yes every time don't forget to leave a review and uh always so y'all can tweet with us and hang out with us we will be rolling out more content we had a meeting about this this week wasn't the great well last week wasn't the greatest but and this weekend might not be either next week i'm definitely gonna make a point to do a video a tiktok something i would love for us to go live on instagram i feel like that would be so much fun mm-hmm. i want to have an instagram live moment but besides that girl i got nothing to say i me either well since we neither since god damn <laughs> oof, bitch let me tell y'all i know my limits i won't drink like that again before we have to record i'm lying but it sounds good right now <laughs> um yeah Y'all have a good blessed day. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode and we will see y'all on the next one. So yeah, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.